I'm Claire. And I'm Liz. And this is The Balancing Act, a podcast where we talk about law, life, and everything in between. Okay, Liz. So on this week's episode of The Balancing Act, we're talking about CLEs, or continuing legal education. Can you first explain what CLEs are to non-attorneys? Well, to put it simply, I call it lawyer school, but it is continuing education. We have to take a certain number of credits. I believe we report every three years, right? Yeah, and I think we need 45 credits every three years. So about 15 credits a year, and a credit is, I believe, an hour of time, and then it's supposed to keep our lawyer brains fresh. And there are also a couple of categories that we need to take extra, maybe not extra credits, but we need to take a certain number of credits. Like specific credits of ethics and elimination of bias. Yes. And so, and I believe that that is to keep us both ethical, but also elimination of bias is usually topics that are maybe outside of a lot of lawyers' ordinary area of practice. So in theory, it should be expanding your mind and also making you, I would think, a better person and more ready to work with lots of different clients and different types of people in general. Is that what you would Right. They're often like cultural or maybe on more... I don't want to say taboo subjects, but more difficult subjects to to work with, um, like mental illness or perhaps substance use mm-hmm. type yeah. topics. And so it just allows you to kind of think about things from a new perspective. And it's kind of like a refresh maybe for some people too, because if you're not, if your practice area is not dealing with something like that every day, it might kind of disappear into the back corner of your mind and so at least that's how I think of it sometimes like oh yeah this you know gambling I believe gambling is another right. one that there'll be elimination of bias on and I'm like oh yeah that is you know gambling addiction is a real issue and yep. maybe I should be paying more attention to my clients to you know when I'm talking with them to see if maybe that is an issue going on with them for example absolutely So we need a certain number of CLE credits every three years. And when we're looking to fill the CLE requirements, there's a whole host of different CLE classes that we can take. In your opinion, what are some things that you look for in a good CLE? Well, a few things. First of all, um, schedule. It has to fit into my schedule because I I can't be more stressed out. I don't need it. You know, it's, I don't want to be running to one end of the metro for an hour class on a certain day. So I totally agree. Yeah, so schedule is a big one. Price is a big one. There are many different entities, a couple different entities that provide CLEs. I believe yeah. one is more of a private company. Those can be kind of spendy for us, you know, self-employed people. Yes. So I look at price. I look for, honestly, if I know they have good food yeah. because or like refreshments because if you're sitting through something, it's helpful. It's great to have coffee and a cookie. Yes. Or a can of pop. Or if it's over the lunch hour, if they provide lunch. Yeah. I mean, heck, I'm even willing to pay for it. <laughs> I just, you know, it's helpful to get that done. Right. Right. And 
anything that looks like an interesting topic to me. How about you, Claire? What do you look for? So I agree on location and time. It, it hasn't been until about the last year or so, I would say, that the State Bar Association has allowed remote participation on a regular basis with their CLEs. Yes. And they quite often will put CLEs on in the middle of the day, like noon to one, mm-hmm. which is great if you're within walking distance of their downtown office. But if you're not, it's not really an hour-long CLE. It's like a three-hour-long CLE to drive there into park and to attend the CLE and then to come back. Mm-hmm. Plus, you would have to pay for parking. Pay for parking, which is like 25 bucks. Yes. And so all of a sudden, it becomes a much greater money and time commitment than just this one-hour CLE, which is why I love that they now allow remote participation mm-hmm. so that don't have to leave my office at all. I will have lunch at my desk and watch their CLE. It makes it much more convenient. And so that's something that that I appreciate. I agree. I also look to see, like, who's speaking. Because Mm -hmm. there's a couple of people that put on CLEs on a regular basis that are just excellent presenters. Absolutely. And so you know, like, oh... Sally Nelson is putting on a CLE. I'm going to go there because I know that Sally's a really good speaker and I know it'll be good information. It'll be engaging. Exactly. Like people who are good presenters, you could pretty much learn almost anything, even if it's not that relevant and it's interesting and you will probably walk away a better lawyer. I think it's worth your time. It's worth your energy. I like to look for presenters also who don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't mean they have to be funny, but just, you know, kind of like what you said. There's some people who are just really good presenters, some people who aren't as engaging. Well, lawyers sometimes have a tendency to um, think perhaps too highly of themselves. (laughs) And sometimes that comes off in different CLE presentations. So I think, you know, an attorney who can either throw in a relevant personal, Mm -hmm. you know, connection to whatever they're speaking about or, you know, can crack a joke or can just say, yeah, I know this is a heavy topic, but let's, you know, just get through this and figure it out together is beneficial. So one thing I would just say to wrap things up with for either new attorneys or attorneys who are going out on their own that now have to pay for their own CLEs is that there are a lot of different options. So don't feel pressured into one particular type of CLE or one particular CLE provider because there are a lot of different CLE options available to attorneys. And I would say to Just keep your eyes out for the ones that are free as well. I know, like, for example, Dakota County, the law library does, I believe it's two free CLEs a month, one in Hastings, I believe, and one in Apple Valley. So that's Um, a great resource I didn't know about. And then um, some of the law schools, including University of St. Thomas, Law have some of the on-demand CLEs yeah. for free online. And I think we can take how many credits here? 15 credits for every three-year year period. So you can get some of those out of the way, too, without having to pay. And that's convenient because you can do it at any time. You're not locked into a specific time. 
which is also convenient if Saturday morning at 10 a.m. is the best time for you to get your two-hour CLE in. Get it done.